If you've ever worried that making tweaks and pivots in your business makes others see you as flaky or inconsistent or incompetent or maybe like an imposter, let's talk about that. My name is Yenna and this is Building Balance. You're in the right place if you want to reclaim your time, feel more in control of your tasks and make real progress without having to push yourself so hard. Here on the podcast, I share thoughts and discussions around how to be productive in a human-friendly way and build more balance between business and life, even if it's just you in your business. So make sure to subscribe if that sounds good to you. So a couple of weeks ago, I posted an Instagram story on a kind of on a whim, asking if making changes or tweaks in your business makes you feel, you know, not great. And this seemed to hit home with a lot of people. They were telling me that they felt like they'd be seen as flaky, inconsistent, like they're not competent enough, or like they're a fraud or imposter. This came to mind for me, or like why I made that Instagram post was because I was doing some playing around with something in my business. I think this was when I was pondering if maybe I should call my intensives something else because I didn't want it to seem like my intensives are a lot of work. They actually bring my clients pretty much instant relief from having too much to do. Anyway, I was pondering some change in my business and Whenever I make changes to my businesses or even think of making changes, whether they're really small tweaks or like really big changes, I have this voice in my head that says you never stick with anything long enough. Now, this voice is not my mindset and it's not like my negative inner monologue. It's not what I think of myself This voice is actually the voice of a friend I used to know, or a friend I used to have. When I say used to have, it's not like we've had a dramatic breakup or anything like that. We just kind of drifted apart over the course of several years after she left her husband, who is one of Marcus's, my Marcus's really good friends. So the story of how her voice got into my head, it must have been something like 2008 when she and I decided to start a blog together. We both were really very into clothes and style in general, so we thought that we'd have this fun project to work on together. We lived in different cities. I was at university in Turku in Finland, while she was in Espoo, which is the city where I grew up. So we thought that it would be nice to have this special thing to do together when there's all this like physical distance between us, right? And one of the things I suggested after doing some research for the blog was that we should use our own photos or use those like visual style planner websites to plan outfits, etc. Because we wanted to monetize the blog at some point and we just didn't want to get into trouble with like copyright stuff, right? But After a few blog posts, my friend started making blog posts where she had used other people's pictures, like just other people's photos off of the internet. So the next time we hung out in person, I said that, hey, 
Remember we had talked about not using other people's pictures, like copyright, blah, blah, blah. And she said something about how she doesn't think it's that big a deal. And so I said something to the effect of, okay, we maybe then maybe want to start a second blog that's purely 100% our own content. Or is she at all into that? Would she rather I just do that on my own? She looked at me with this really like kind of intense, annoyed look. And then, then the corner of her mouth sort of did a kind of smile. And she was like, oh, like you're one of those people. Like you're one of those people who doesn't stick to things long. I get it. It's fine. Like, let's forget about this whole blog thing. And then we never spoke of that again. I was pretty taken aback that a friend would say that or like a friend, but we weren't like close enough friends to like give this kind of feedback either. And it was just very confusing to me. And it didn't hit me until like years later that she was actually the one who didn't follow through on what we had started for the blog. And she was actually the one who decided we should just stop the whole project, right? So that's the story of how that voice got into my head. I have heard her through so many decisions in my life since. I mean, it's like 14 years later now. When I decided I didn't want to get my psychologist license here in the U.S., but instead wanted to pursue something creative and started a do-it-yourself blog, I heard her. When I, a year later, started my photography business, I heard her. When I went from doing post sessions to lifestyle to documentary family sessions within the span of like six months or so, I heard her. And after having worked on the photography business, I think five or six years, I also started like dabbling with what eventually became this coaching business. And I think I would have started this business sooner, actually, but her voice was in my head. I hadn't given my photography business like enough time is what that voice said, even though it had been years. That's like longer than I've stuck with many things, right? So those were like the big things where her voice has been in my head. But there's plenty of stuff I've changed up just within this business alone since I started it or started dabbling with it three years ago. So what I've changed just in this business, my niche, 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 what I do, I went from talking about just minimalism and intentional living to going like 100% in on self-care, to switching to talking about overwhelm, to talking to, about planning, only to eventually realize that all of those components matter. Like I, I did not want to split them apart and just do one thing. I also had a YouTube channel that I did for a year and a half. Within that year and a half, I think my content kind of had a few evolutions there. I stopped making it in 2020, 2020, no, 2021. Oh gosh, 2021. And that's when I started the podcast instead, this podcast. I have changed the name of this podcast, the focus of this podcast a little bit. I have played around with like my business's 
brand colors and visuals a lot. I've played around with my framework, my ecosystem. I've called it a few different things like the pillars of the Finnish lifestyle or something like that to having called it the productivity ecosystem for a while now, but I'm still not quite happy with that. It still, I don't think, really captures what it is. So that's still a work in progress. I've also tweaked my services and my offers a lot and like not just the service or the offer, like sort of the feature kind of thing, but I've also changed how I approach coaching sessions because when I learn from them, I of course want to keep tweaking to make them better and better for the next person. Sometimes I even tweak it during a process with someone because I get an idea of how it could be more helpful, right? And there are probably a lot of other things that I've tweaked and changed that I can't think of right now. And that's just on the business side and just this business, right? I've, of course, done lots of tweaking and course correcting of things in my personal life, too. I've often thought about why my friend's voice still pops up so strongly. Like, not strongly enough to keep me from doing things, but it does pop up nonetheless, still. And while I can pinpoint some, like, personal things, childhood things that made that moment with her so strong for me already originally... I'd say that a key component of this is how in the online business world, we're constantly told that consistency matters. And in the more general work world, you're kind of more appreciated if you just keep your head down and do the things versus spend time pondering and making tweaks that don't always have a super visible effect. So then we're made to feel flaky, inconsistent, incompetent, maybe even like a fraud or like an imposter if we don't just pick a thing and stick with it. Then there's that whole layer of maybe having learned in school that there's always just one right way to do a thing. There's just one right answer, which also gets perpetuated by the online business world, the online business celebrities, you know. The people who are handing out all the have-tos and the shoulds. But I actually happen to think (laughs) that there are a couple of reasons that it's really good to keep tweaking and testing, experimenting, and changing things. Experimentation is one of, like, the values in my business. So firstly, the only way that we can find what works for us is to test things out, to experiment, to let things evolve. For example, I recently had a call, a coaching call with a website designer who said that normally she can like eat the frog in the morning. If you haven't heard this expression before, it's basically this productivity phrase that says you should identify and do your most challenging task first thing in the morning before doing anything else. So she said that she can normally do that first thing when she starts working, but now as the fall season has arrived where she lives, it's been harder to wake up all energized and still like do the challenging things first. So what should she do? And we talked about how it might just be that in summertime, eating the frog works for her, 
But in wintertime, maybe it's actually best to take care of some smaller things first to get going, to warm up, to build momentum, and then do the more challenging focus needing work in the afternoon when she's kind of, you know, perked up. But the only way to actually see how that works for her is by testing it out. And the good thing is that it doesn't have to take a long time to see how that goes. It doesn't take a long time to test something like that out. It can literally be a couple of days. And if it turns out that things got even worse, she can always switch back. Secondly, I like to think that if we're constantly iterating and tweaking as we move through life and business, there's less likelihood of hitting a ginormous big midlife crisis where you feel like you need to burn everything to the ground and start over because you suddenly realized you felt like misaligned for the past 20 years. So I hope that this helped you feel a bit better about anything you've been wanting to tweak in your business. Actually, if it did, take a screenshot of this episode, share it to your Instagram stories and tag me And let me know what you've been wanting to tweak. I would love to hear if you feel better about it now. We are in a season right now at the end of the year where reflecting on what has worked and what hasn't is pretty natural. So tweak away, my friend. Thank you so much for spending your valuable time with me. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of the day. Bye. Hey, if you thought that this was a good episode, I would appreciate it a ton if you share it with your business owner friends. It would help this tiny podcast reach more cool people like you. Please feel free to reach out to me with any questions or comments. And if you're sharing about the podcast on Instagram, tag me at the Jenna Helberg so that I can share your share and send you a thanks. <laughs>